Oh, what up, bro? Man, still recovering from that old that loss that oh, we man. talked about last time. We about ten days out, man. I've been, you know, been meaning to check on you. Hey, we ain't go outside, man. So I ain't. I mean, we played a decent game, so I ain't too hurt about it, you know. Yeah, y'all, y'all skateboarded, scapegoated my boy Steve Wicks up out of there, but you know, boy, he, gonna, like- he, he gonna land on his feet. I don't like that at all. Came yeah. I don't like it at all. They did them wrong. Yeah, man. Especially how defense came out and kept us in the game. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, we back. We took a week off last week for Valentine's Day. Hope y'all went and bought all that 75% off candy. And so we back for another week, uh, episode 51, uh, promoting excellence music. Development and scholarship with Mr. Kelvin Knox. Um, so uh Mac, you wanna you wanna do the honors tonight, man? No, you got it. all right. So uh without further ado, uh we like to bring on uh a man who really needs no introduction, uh who walked the halls of Coldwater Elementary School and Coldwater High School. Uh he's a pillar in the community. Father, husband, grandfather, you know, and the list goes on and on. So uh, we'd like to present to some, introduce to others, Mr. Kelvin Knox. Good evening. Good evening, sir. (laughs) Hey, guys, good to see you. Yes, sir. Jordan, Justin, good to see you, fellas, and and it's great to be here. Yes, sir. With you all tonight. Glad to have you. Mm -hmm. It's an honor. But look, 
Yeah. Mr. Mr. Knox, right before we get started, uh, you know, we always like to do things a little different, you know, around here at Sticks and Stones. So we thought it not robbery to bring somebody else in to sit in with us tonight uh, to help us, you know, get to know you a little bit better. So uh -huh. uh, we're going to bring this gentleman on who he's been a guest on the show. Uh, I, I believe you know this gentleman very, very well. Uh, so we just going to we just going to go ahead and bring him on. JG, Principal Gordon. <laughs> hey. What's up, Professor? What's going on, Principal to Principal? <laughs> All right. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. Man, it's good to have good to see all of you, man. Yeah, look, we we said we couldn't okay. do a show. We couldn't do a show uh with our former principal without bringing on a current principal that I know you okay. have hand in shaping his life. So uh okay here tonight. So just relax and uh we're gonna get this uh interview started. Okay, I've got one thing, man, I want to say before we get started. Okay. I don't look anything like that picture that y'all posted on Facebook. I wish I did look like that. <laughs> we, I can't. We tweak all of them a little bit. Younger days. Yeah, we, we tweak all uh -huh. of them. We tweak all of them a little bit. So. Okay, yeah, yeah. I thought it might have been kind of a uh, mastered or doctored up or something, you know. Yeah, yeah. Remastered yeah. or doctored up. Yeah, we yeah. But the, uh -huh. the, the, the people recognize you. They knew who you were. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Yeah, sure did. Yeah. So James, what's been going on, man? Hey, look, living the life as a principal, man. It's 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 hard but fair. Yeah. How y'all doing? We good, bro. Fine, brother. Appreciate you uh taking some time to sit in with us tonight, man. Hey, man, it's an honor, man. But look, hey, hey, walking the halls when Mister Nice walked in, it ain't the same at the halls I walked in, baby. It's yeah. Now. Y'all pray for a brother. Hey, man. <laughs> Continuously. Right. We got you, bro. Yes, sir. You there, Mr. Knox? Yeah. Okay. You all back? Yeah, we're here. We're here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go, Matt. Yeah, so I guess we'll go ahead and hop into it, Mr. Knox. So uh, for those of you that don't know, or, or for those that don't know you and, and some of us that do, they would like a deeper understanding. Tell us a little bit about, you know, your, your upbringing and childhood. Well, I was born and reared in Starkville, Mississippi. Uh, the oldest of five children. Well, I have an older brother that had an older brother that I never saw. You know, he was the first born, but he died before I, I was born. So. There are three boys and two girls. Uh, grew up on a dairy farm, man. Believe it or not, I'm a country boy. I guess the farm life is still in me. But grew up on a dairy farm. I mean, that 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 was a, a grade A dairy farm with Holstein heifers and Swiss heifers. If you don't, may not know what those are, but it was a day and night thing. I didn't. We didn't do it as much as my granddad or or my uh my dad did. My grandma helped too. As a matter of fact, I've seen her just. We used to milk about 30, 40 cows, and I've seen her do them by herself sometimes on Sunday evening. And then we got big enough to help her. Uh, we were pretty much nurtured, man, uh, with my mom and dad. And my grandfather was a Methodist minister. 
and they lived not far from us, man, I guess maybe a quarter of a mile, less, less than a quarter of a mile. And then we had my great grandmother, who was my grand my mother's grandmother. And uh, those people brought us up and nurtured us, man. I'm, I'm very uh, grateful for that. Uh, you know, we are in church all the time. We were a Methodist. And uh, they just took took real good care of us. I uh, went to a the county school. We're Octavia Hall County Schools. And my high school was Maben, Maben, M-A-B-E-N High School. It's no longer. There were four schools in our four high schools in our district, the Octavia County School District. There's more high in Alexander. You know, more is famous for Jerry Rice. That's where he went. And then there was Sturgis and Mabin on the west side. And uh, eventually they, of course, I graduated from Mabin and those schools were still there until a few years after I graduated, they consolidated. But uh, yeah, grew up, uh, graduated from there, went to East Mississippi Community College. Uh, and uh, well, graduated there, majored in music. I'll tell you the truth, I went to play football. You know, we played football. I played football all throughout high school. And, you know, there were tryout days at East Mississippi invited area kids. You know, that during those times, colleges, junior colleges could only recruit certain areas. I give it calls. Yeah, it might be a connection. We'll wait on to uh, catch back up. In high school. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, we, we got you. Yeah, we hear you now. Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, you know, went to junior college, wanted to play football, man. That was my dream. Uh, immediately 155 pounds. Of course, offensive linemen in junior college weren't that big at the time. And, uh, 225, 220, 250 offensive linemen. Of course, I was a hundred pound lighter, so I couldn't make the team. And uh, eventually, got to be a trainer. That didn't work out. A manager that didn't work out. So you know, I walked around school lost, man, because I couldn't play football. And one day, I was just walking the campus, nothing, you know, trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And I heard the band, jazz band, playing. They had the band hall not far from the cafeteria on campus, right under the pine trees. And the Lord just led me down that hill, man. And I went down there and I stood up in the door. The door was open, kind of leaned against the door post, door frame. The band director, you know, kind of beckoned me in. And, uh, and that's a little history, man. So I started being the lead singer, jazz, the, the, the lead singer for the stage band. And we recruited in those different areas that, you know, like I said, junior college can only recruit in certain areas. So we went to all the different high schools uh, 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 in that during that time recruiting. I eventually uh, got into music. That's how I got into music. You know, it, 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 was, it was it was a blessing because if you're going to major in music, one's going to major in music in college, you have to have some type of musical background, especially in high school. We didn't have anything, nothing high school and, and, and no, no music. In Octavia County Schools, none, none of the schools. We didn't have band, didn't have choir, general music or anything. You know, it was just a miracle or just a blessing or a gift that I, I, I picked up quick. You know, I could always sing. You know, it was something I did in church. But to be able to pick up uh, instruments, you know, I was just blessed to have a, a band director. The band director that started me singing with the uh, jazz, uh, the stage band, he left that year. 
and uh, they hired a uh, Rick Thorley, Rick Wade Thorley, Rick Rick Rick. We call him Rick Thorley, Mr. Thorley. He was a jazz saxophonist, clarinet, and flute. Man, that man impressed me so much, so much by playing those instruments. You know, I mean, I was just thrilled just to hear him play and see him play. And uh, you know, it got to the point where I showed interest in the saxophone, and he took his time. See, during those times, uh, East Mississippi was very small. I think there were 400 of us on campus. People commuted in. But in the afternoons, you know, it was kind of laid back. He'd tell me, Kevin, come on down, man, to the band hall. He'd take me down and, man, show me the fingering on the tenor sax. And I got to the point I got good enough to play third or fourth chair in the jazz band, you know, back. Connection, yeah, it's breaking up. Stuart's out to get good on us. Man, I know. Yeah, I'm gonna have to redo my sheet over here. Come on, come on, man. I played that jazz saxophone solo, man. Uh, it sounded good. And afterwards, you know, we got off stage. <laughs> we were backstage. He's a killer. That sounded good, man. But I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. But it sounded good. And uh, and. At the end of the show, Mississippi State Band had to come up. Uh, Mississippi State Band was supposed to come up, but their jazz saxophonist, he was out student teaching. Dr. Kent Seals, who was director of bands at Mississippi State at that time, he just got on stage and said, uh, uh, is there anybody here who can play a jazz saxophone? Who plays jazz saxophone? Boy, we just raised our hand. We knew we had a jazz saxophone band director, man. And we pointed to him. And uh, he said, come on up, come on up. And Mr. Thorley got up there. He said, I don't have a saxophone. And Mr. Dr. Seals said, look, we have one. And uh, they gave Mr. Thorley a saxophone. He went outside and blew it a little bit, man. He came back on stage and took a seat with those with those guys. And they played that piece so well. When it got time for him to stand up and play his part, I never heard a thing like it, man. He had never played with them before. Never seen any of those guys, but that's what a jazz, that's what a musician is. That's what a good musician is all about. A good he played plus he played he was he uh, was going to college in Southern Mississippi, and he had to drop out to make some money, so he started being a studio musician. So um, he could play with anybody, you know, anybody. They just never heard those people. When he got to play his part, because he's reading everything, he'd never seen it before. Unless he may have seen it, but when it got time for him to play his part, that improvisation, he did it very well. Uh, of course, uh, I married in 1983 to Miss Knox Tansy. Y'all know her. Uh, in 1983, that's when we came to Tate County, and I started teaching music at Senatobia. And of course, you know my son Winston, and my daughter Whitney. Uh, that's how I know. I, that's how I keep up with how long we've been here. Because Winston will be 40 in yeah. June. Mm -hmm. Whitney will be 39 so, hold, in hold, July. Hold on. We're going to we're gonna get to all that in just a second. We're going to okay. get to that in just a second. Okay, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead, James. Mm -hmm. What you want me to do? Tell my introduction? All right. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. It took too long, man. No, 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 no. You're good. James, go ahead and jump in with your with your, with your question. Oh, I don't, I don't have no question, man. I'm oh. just, man. I'm enjoying the story, man. I'm I got good. you. Yeah. So uh, just to kind of go back, um, you know, to your childhood, you know, I know you talk about your you talk about your mom and your dad. Can you hear me? 
Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I'm hearing you. You know, you talked about your mom and your dad, and so, um, like, outside of them, if you could go back to your childhood and think uh, anyone who like had a major impact on your life, who would that person be? Outside of your parents. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't hear that question. You said something about mom and dad. Yeah, I was saying outside of your mom and dad, I know you said, you know, they played a major role in, in bringing you up and all that. Mm-hmm. But like outside of them, who would you say had a major impact on your life? Like if you could tell them today, you know, thank you for what you did. Maybe they don't know that they had an impact on your life, but who who would that person be? Wow, man. That was so many. I mean, a major impact. Um, ooh, coming up, you mean up in my upbringing? Mm-hmm. Man, man. Ooh, I've got so many, man, I can think of because of that community, that community upbringing. Um, wow. Oh, man, man, I guess I would say my granddad, my granddaddy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Because I followed him to the fields. He cut my hair, you know, with those squeezing clippers a lot of, <laughs> a lot of time. Uh, we talked quite a bit, and especially he, I think I was the only one that really followed him to the fields and during the day, spent time with him. Yeah, I think my Reverend Jesse Knox. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So, Mr. Knox, we'll transition back back to the college experience and career path. And I know you said, you know, it's kind of like a miracle how you you stumbled up on the band hall that one day. And so, and then football was a major interest of yours. So, was it only football that led you to uh, East? Or, or was it something yes. more? Like, what was your major before you actually figured out that music was going to be the route you took? <laughs> architecture. Architecture. I started in the architectural program. Didn't realize I had to have as much math as I needed. So, so I dodged all the math I could in high school. We didn't have to have all the algebra and geometry and, and so forth. So I did basic math, man, and when I got to East Mississippi in that freshman year in the architectural program and got to college algebra, it was just like being in a French class. Yep, I flagged that real quick. Yep, and that took me out of it, man. Sure did. And that was another reason I was lost. You know, what was I going to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so what was that? What was that? My bad, Joe. What was that feeling like of being, you know, lost, like not knowing what your next move was going to be when those things weren't working out for you? Is it frozen again? Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Knox representing the Coldwater Elementary. Yeah, man. Yeah. You <laughs> know. Yeah. With the MC Hammer glasses on. 
I see you, Doc. God, man. You back? Hey, man, I don't know if it's me. Okay. You said what was the feeling like, Justin? Yeah, just, you know, kind of take us through what you were feeling uh, when you figured out you, you know what I'm saying, that you didn't want to or that you wasn't going to pursue architecture and not knowing what path you would take in a sense of being lost or whatnot. Yeah, it's just like wandering, man. Wandering around campus, wondering if I was going back home or could I major in something else? You know, uh, that's what it was, just an empty feeling, you know, empty feeling. Uh, just down in the middle of nowhere, you know, we had a big open space between some of the buildings, you know, and just walking across there, man, just, just, no, not 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 knowing what I, what I was going to do, which path to take, uh, until I heard that band playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know you you mentioned the dairy farm, um, and so like were your parents, I guess, very instrumental in pushing you to go to college versus trying to stay home and help take care you know take care of the farm. Uh, was that one of their goals, major goals for you? Was to go to college? No, no, uh, uh-uh, man, it's self motivation. So my parents weren't educated. I guess they didn't finish high. Well, they did finish high school, you know. Uh, but it was self motivation. They didn't push us to any you know, on any career path. To tell the truth, you know, uh, no, uh-uh. they did not. They did not. It was just me wanting to do it. You know, me and me and my buddies, my high school buddies, my cousin, I think about four or five of us went down there to try out and so forth. But uh, but yeah, it was just uh, me wanting to do it. And they didn't keep the dairy farm long. Matter of fact, it wasn't there. We, we uh, you know, like a lot of black folks, we were on somebody else's property. We were milking for the man. And turned out, you know, uh, Turned out to be kin folks too, though, which we didn't know, you know. So, yeah, uh, that's the that's the way it was. Kind of sharecropper. My granddad was more like a sharecropper, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, they didn't. No, just self motivation. Something I wanted to do. I wanted to play football. You know. Yeah, and so uh, mm-hmm. I guess just to piggyback, uh, leaving EMCC and going to Mississippi State to further your, you know, your music education, what was the plan uh, at Mississippi State? Like, what were you planning on doing? Uh, or did you know what you, you were going to do uh, beyond those two years at Mississippi State? Okay. What did you say about Mississippi State, Joy? Yeah, when you left EMCC and transitioned to Mississippi State uh, uh-huh. to continue your music education, uh, like yeah, what were you planning on doing upon leaving uh, Mississippi State? Well, I was going. Well, of course, I, I was being recruited to go to Florida State. Quincy Hilliard was a trumpet player at Mississippi State. His dad used to be our pastor. Uh, at the Player United Methodist Church, Quincy was a trumpet player. He was majoring in music, 
of course, he was older than I am. I, I, I was, and he's older than I am now. He uh, he went to Florida State to work on his master's pro master's degree, and he was a recruiter also. So he would come back to Mississippi State and try to recruit uh, students to go to be to Florida State. And uh, he almost had to, he had me, man. I knew him real well, and I was getting ready to go back to Florida State, go to Florida State with Quincy. But, and I think he, I was going to be a graduate. I was going on a fellowship, graduate fellowship, I think about four or $5,000. And uh, my advisor, uh, Jerry Williams, who's the choral director, uh, got wind of it. And he talked to me and told me, you know, oh, man, look, just uh, I wish you would stay here. You can be my grad assistant. I can't give you that much money. I can maybe give you thirty-five hundred. I got to thinking about that man. I said, "Shoot, I'm going way out to Florida State. Don't know anybody but Quincy and QC." We called him. Uh, and then he said, "I can be his grad assistant." So I was the grad 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 assistant for the uh, uh, Mississippi State Choir Choral Program, and I was also in the Madrigal Singers, which is a select singing group that toured. You know, uh, and 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 after being a in that choir uh, and being the grad assistant, I guess that kind of led me, kind of led me wanting to be a choir director or teaching music in school and so forth. That's that's uh, that's where it all started right there. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, being in that choir, man, you know, you get to hear all those beautiful sounds and you get to learn, of course, had to, had to learn a lot of conducting and, and, and chord structure, of course, music theory. Uh, it's just a blessing to get through that, man. To tell you the truth, you know, we may not have a, I'm having having a musical background, you know. Right. Uh, but that's where it, it led me to. I want to teach school. I think, yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you uh? Did you tour at all while you were at East? Huh? Did you Did you guys tour at all while you were at East? Tour? Yes. Yeah, we uh visited the school. It might be my questions, man. It keep happening on me. <laughs> I went back to my high school. Can y'all hear me? Yes. Yeah. Now we can. Did you hear me? Yes, sir. Did you hear me? Yes. Yeah, we, we toured the high schools in the area. Yeah. Uh huh. So, so how sure was that? How was that? That tour different from the the higher level tour. Mississippi State. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, it's about the same, except we had a wider range of schools we could tour, you know. Right. Wider range, yeah. We also sang at the World's Fair in 1982. Uh, I was blessed to do that as a madrigal singer, you know. We, like I said, that was, that was the biggest, grandest tour, you know. What was that? It was in uh, Knoxville, I believe. Yeah, it was in Knoxville that year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yep. yep. So, Great experience. Um, I guess it's kind of moving on. Ken Eccles actually uh, asked this question uh, in the comments, and uh, it was part of my question uh, about how you ended up mm -hmm. in cold water. But I think you kind of mentioned earlier that you came in 1983. But just uh, my yeah, question: uh -huh. was, uh, Who who was the first person you met? when you arrived in Coldwater. Okay, okay. Well, let me, let me go back a little bit. How I got to Sanatobia to teach music, 
Mr. C.R. Riles, who was the superintendent of Senatoba at that time, you know, they were calling, they were looking for a music teacher because the old Miss Catherine Gabbard had, was going to retire. You know, Miss Catherine just passed away a couple of years ago, the 102 years old, still trying to play an organ at the Methodist Church of Senatobia. And so uh, Mr. C.R. Riles called Mississippi State looking for a music teacher. And my, my advisor said, Kelvin, uh, Senatobia called looking for a music teacher. Uh, I think you need to go interview. And so I did. I came to Senatobia interview in 83, and boom, that's here I am. I worked there for nine years. First person that I met when I got to Coldwater, Senatobia. Either way. Well, I got to you. Uh, yeah, same thing. Somebody y'all know. Uh, first person I met. First person I met. Miss Monica Williams. She was teaching at. Who was Monica teaching at? East Tate? Yeah, East Tate at the time. Marcus Williams? Lamarcus Marcus Williams' mother. Yeah. And she was living at Northwest Apartments. And so that's where we, Mr. Riles, got us set up in Northwest Apartments up there. She was the first one that we met that time we got adopted into their family, you know, the miners and so forth. And uh, great people, man. One of them, love them, love them to death. And, uh, and uh, that's, that's the first one we met. The first person I met, I can remember. Mm -hmm. Besides Mr. Riles, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. James, you got anything? Man, just, just sitting here listening to Mr. Knox, it's a lot of irony because when I graduated, well, when I was in high school, I wanted to major in architecture, civil engineering. So I went to Jackson State on a 3-2, three years at Jackson State, and then spent my last two years. Okay. That's crazy. All man. right. It was a crossroad where I was like, you know what? This ain't really what I wanted to do. Um, I wanted to pursue education. So I changed my major um, to education. So that was just kind of ironic that, you know, <clears throat> he had to cross, he went to those crossroads and was majoring in engineering. I never knew that. And James, you, you, and you were playing football. football. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so, so in high school, I was trying, you know, but cold while, you know, we weren't really winning no game like that. So no college recruiters were looking at us like this. So I wanted to go to the school to play college ball. So I guess they kind of said, where so you know, you no know, one was looking at us. But anyway, but just being a part of pure consonants, Mr. Uh, Knox, we would go to those choir festivals, those choral festivals. So we would go all, any choral festival that, that was taking place in Mississippi, we were there. So my senior mm -hmm. year, um, you know, we had, we had met, we had made um, district superior ratings so that advanced to state. And the state choral festival was at Jackson State. So we, um, the quartet performed and we got superior ratings. And I remember the uh -huh. judges, because you know, you're judged by um, these music majors, they were affiliates of Jackson State. And they were like, hey, we want y'all to come with us. So they took us to academic affairs. And we sung with the, we sung for the people in academic affairs. And they were throwing scholarships. Uh -huh. So like we right now on this spot, we want to give y'all a scholarship uh, for choir, and you know they were pulling our transcripts to see you know what how you are doing academically. So me, Gavin, and Kendrick, um, we they offered us a choir and academic scholarship. Wow, Jackson State. Mm. So because we didn't, um, you know, I didn't get nothing in football, but I had a we had a backup plan just because what 
um, the exposure that Mr. Knox had us, you know, from 10th, 11th, and 12th grade. I mean, he exposed us throughout the state of Mississippi, the tri-states, Tennessee, and Arkansas. If on a Sunday, we were in one of them small country towns singing. So, yeah. <laughs> so I had a, I had a follow-up to that because I wanted to know, ask Mr. Knox, like, was that your goal uh, when James said that, you know, you guys were at every festival, anything that was offered or that you could attend, you guys were there. And so was your overall goal for them exposure and to allow them to, you know, have a chance at more scholarships or was it something else? My goal was to try to make them the best group that they could be. That's why I took them to Quartic. I think, I don't know Jay mentioned that workshops. We go to. He took us to he took us to Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, my junior and senior year, we went to Forest Hill High School, and they would have quartet workshops. Yeah. So they would, you know, uh, teach us, you know, scales and music and how to sing it and and whatnot. And so I remember him. You know, I know he froze up, but why he froze? Hey, let me tell you something. He took well, advantage. You know, to get that superior rating. Good job. Okay. We and you. we worked hard at it, you know. I figured that would come along, you know, uh, the scholarship. I really didn't pay any attention to it until James told me, man. He said, you know, I got a scholarship to Jackson State, you know, <laughs> and, uh, at the choir, you know. I said, wow, you know, because James was bass. I mean, I guess any school would want a bass singer like James, you know, that voice, that bass, well, uh, he, he has it. He's got it, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I figured the exposure might would do that. But like I said, my goal at the time was trying to get them to be the best, do the best. While I spent so much time, man, you know, long hours hauling them up and down the road Saturday mornings, man, and then late at night taking them home and so forth. Uh, that was that was it then. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And the only thing I regret now, I had some great singers in a whole choir, and and I. I, I it, I was a little intimidated with that because my piano skills weren't the best. I, there were a lot of things, a lot of music I wanted to do that I could not play. But like now, if, 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 if it was like now, like then, like it is now, where I had the digital the music, the background tracks and so forth, man, I could use those. You know, I could have used those with the groups we had. We had some fantastic singers in that group. We had the some singers in that group, that choir, you know. And some of the girls, you know, I think they kind of resent. I know one young lady every now and then she would tell my wife, she said, Mr. Knott took a lot of time with those boys. He didn't do anything with us. You know, I kind of regret it. I kind of regret that, you know, but uh, that's, that's where it is. That's the way it is, where it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you mentioned, uh, Mac, I'm going to jump ahead uh, because he mentioned uh, the digital. Uh, being in the digital age, Mr. Knox, if you remember, uh, I think back in August last year, we were on a program. Well, we was we were singing on a, a home going celebration, and I think yeah. I got up, I got up, song took my seat, and then right. you got up, you put get you had your track, you were singing the song, yeah. and you were playing the harmonica, uh -huh. and I was just kind uh -huh. of like, man, this you know just really sitting there, you know, amazed that how you still do everything, you know, at a high level. It's so proficient, mm -hmm. you know, what you do. 
Mm-hmm. So what would you say, you know, still to this day that drives you to really just still kind of attack music at such a high level? Um, I, the love of it. <laughs> I love to sing, but drives me, man. And, and I, We need it turn, Jordan. My question, my question too, man. <laughs> Feel a little bit better now. Principal Gordon, what you got going on up there, man? Okay, can, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Keep going out. Yeah, we can hear you now. Hello? Go ahead. Yeah, the, the internet, I think. Okay. Yeah, Jordan, that's what drives me, you know. Uh huh. Go ahead. Hello? We hear you, Doc. Yeah, that's what drives me. Um, just, just, just. Uh, I love doing it. That's the love of it. You know, that's basically it. Mm-hmm. See, he had that. He had that same passion, man. Um, when I was in high school, because Mr. Knox was the elementary school principal, right? But he was mm-hmm. also a high school choir director. Mm-hmm. So when I left, mm-hmm. like third, period, like thing, like second period, going to third period for choir. We'll walk over there to the choir room. So it was on the, it was on the fourth wing, and all you saw was this red truck pulling up. He'd be sliding in. <laughs> He'd be sliding in to get us that one hour of that choir. So I kind of want to uh, mm-hmm. get on. It was like it was it was really supposed to be just a quiet period. But what happened was mm-hmm. he had, like he had Stephen Branch, Sean Brown, and Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Them boys could blow, and then you had mm-hmm. Gavin Irby. You know, we were just mm-hmm. you know Gavin Irby, Nathan Brown, Jontel Benz. So when mm-hmm. they started, like you know, when we started to sing it, man, it was like you know, you had a choir. Y'all go over there and uh, read a book or something. Uh, I got these guys right here. He ain't mean any harm, but you know, the other, you know the other kids in the choir they didn't really take it serious. They could sing, but they didn't take it serious like we did. So right. it's, it's gravitated. So when he was pulling up, folks just signed up for choir, my 10th, 11th, 12th grade, just to get an elective. But he was really mm-hmm. coming to, uh, to come orchestrate pure consonants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How y'all come over that name? We were all sitting Did Sean, what, wasn't Sean an instrumental in coming up with that name? Yeah. Um, Do you remember James? You know, it was because it, it, it meant natural harmony. Cause, you know we were yeah really, yeah natural harmony you know mm-hmm. and so that just really just kind of wasn't a thing in that area so we were all mm-hmm. together and i was like you know well well you don't want to say natural harmony because you know that, that's being used everywhere so we kind of like just looked around like we're pure consonants and mm-hmm. you know like hey, that's tight yeah and man i wish that they had I know they had to get along, get on with their careers, but if they were able to stick together, they probably wouldn't as famous as Take Six right now, you know? Yep, sure would because they had that talent. Uh-huh. They had that ability. As a matter of fact, do you remember we went to Ole Miss in a talent contest one night, James? Yes, sir. Went to Ole Miss. They, were the, they had a talent show down there. Man. It was uh, it was our senior year. It was in um, that was in uh, like November '98, and you know I don't know how we found out about the talent show, man. And it was maybe like ten groups in there, 
it was Apollo style. We were the only high school group up in there. Everybody, you know, they were doing all type of stuff. And then, you know, we got up on that stage, man, and shoot. See, with and Sean, they, we sung that, that song by Boys and Men, Still the Night. And, you know, see, okay. and, yeah. Yeah. It it. and then, you know, mm-hmm. I based that thing. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, we ended up winning Dog on Talent. So, man, hey, that was a memorable yeah. night. Yeah. yeah. Great. <laughs> I had a, a follow up to that, but I just. Jordan, was you in the choir at all or just like the band? No, nah, cool. I, I was just in the band. Yeah. Because I just. Mm-hmm. The promo, the promo. Younger, Either I wasn't paying attention or the promo wasn't good. When? What was that? At school, like with the choir and stuff. And I'm not talking about with y'all because I was a little bit after James. Okay. Um, uh-huh. But I, I just don't remember probably after you left, like it being that popular to where they were, or at least they weren't promoting the events. Okay. Yeah. I say that they weren't. I just didn't know about them, but that just could have been because it wasn't my interest or whatever the case mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. Chance that you weren't paying attention. <laughs> they in the company. Huh? <laughs> but, uh, it definitely could have been though. And so, like, uh, you know, I know you was at the elementary school, and then uh, you came over to the high school. I think during uh, my time. Yeah. So what I guess kind of walk us through that transition, like spending spending time at the elementary school and then uh, coming over to the high school. What was that transition like? Uh, you mean as far as uh, coming over to as far as principal? Yeah. Well, I was at East Tate. I was I was I was assistant principal at uh, Coldwater Elementary until about uh, Mr. Magnesio, the principal. I guess nineteen ninety nine. No, no, no. When was that? 97 or 98 and they sent me to East Tate to be with Woodrow Williams out there. I think I spent a year or two out there teaching PE, uh, assistant principal on the hill up there, fourth through sixth grade building. And uh, just having a ball, man. I could wear shorts to work because I'd go straight to the gym, you know, and with Lantana Jameson and we'd combine with PE classes. And then I think the Year, I think 99, maybe Mr. Beard left the high school, went to Tuna, Tunica, right during the Christmas holidays. And uh, Mr. Aubrey found out that I was certified administrator. I didn't tell anybody, you know, I had gone to school, got my certification at Ole Miss. And he found it out some kind of way and uh, pulled me in and told me he wanted me to go to the high school principal over there. That was one of the most difficult time to my life man tell the truth mm. what you you care to uh expound on on why it was so difficult hold it thought jack it's not the wish lost both toes to make it stronger I uh, just was thrown into a fire. Uh, Mr. Bearden left. Uh, there was a grading problem in one of the classrooms, the math room, math classroom. Uh, parents were up in arms about it. I didn't know anything about it. They wronged me about something I didn't know anything about. And then we had the black and white high school queen issue, homecoming queen issue. That was another one. So I was yeah. thrown into all that, man. And it was a terrible situation, you know. Uh, 
for me ordeal being green you know uh but i dealt with it lord brought brought me through it there was some sleepless nights now uh there was some anxiety and i man, there was some nights that uh i wake up i, I think I, re I really had to get some uh, medicine man to help me uh cope with those situations you know i mean <laughs> i just think about it you know i'm going to a pta meeting parents all over me man wait a minute y'all I, I i don't know anything about this you know i've got to look into this got to deal with it uh and then the homecoming the parents were on me about the homecoming queen this year it wasn't my deal either i, I just had, had to had to deal with that the, the, the news people were around stupid around school channel three and all them you know and it was just a terrible terrible time you know i got through with it i got through it lord brought me through it and uh of course high school i found out wasn't my cup of tea there's a lot to being a high school principal tell the truth all the with the extracurricular activities and the mh with mississippi high school activity association <laughs> dealing with them you know uh and so forth but anyway uh i enjoyed the graduations that i was in charge of but i just told superintendent you know just this is not for me uh uh i said that elementary was more my cup of tea and i was going back to Senator Toby to tell the truth mr mike waldrop was going to hire me as a principal there but uh the lady at the elementary school miss i can't remember her name right now i don't know if y'all remember or not uh but she called and told me you know she heard i was going to Senator Toby, and she said well why i'm leaving why don't you come to Coldwell Elementary? You'll still you'll have a house. You don't have a house in Senatobia. And I said, you know what? That makes sense. So I stayed here, went to elementary school, and that was sweet. Man, you know, that's some of the best times in my life, K through six, you know. Then you had Gloria Conley over there too. Yeah. <laughs> Gloria Conley, Miss Conley was in four through six, my assistant. I, I, you know, I kept K through three on the wrap, and she kept four through six over there, you know. And so, uh, you know, then it got a little difficult when they moved seventh and eighth grade over there. You know, that was a different, different breed, seventh and eighth grade or so. But we got through that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, I just want to apologize <laughs> to you for for some of those issues because I know my class in Mister Janet's class, some people in my class stole their roll book. I guess he's just embodied to get another one to take grades with. So I remember having. He didn't have a grade book, so I just got to take a test to, to be able to pass his class at the end of the year. Uh, yeah, shout out to Miss Johnson. <laughs> but, yeah. but that was rough, so I just want to apologize on the behalf of 2003 for those what happened? times. What happened? I didn't get I to get, I don't know. If, I, I don't know if y'all keep uh, buffering, or I know it's not me one. It keeps buffering. Uh, oh, I, I wanted to apologize on behalf of class of 2003 for some of them issues we caused what with happened? Mr. Janet. I, Who? Mr. Janet. The, oh, the oh, Mr. Guy, Janet. Yeah, the, the, the math yeah. guy you're talking about yeah. that didn't have a roll book. Somebody stole it on like the first day. And uh, I guess he didn't bother to get another one. So, you know, that, that probably caused you a lot of issues that you were talking about. Now, I don't remember that one. I don't think I remember. I remember him now. I remember him, yeah. Mr. Janik. Yeah. yeah. There was another teacher I had to deal with with that uh with that uh math class, you know. Mm. Mm. Well, well, cool. I'm glad it wasn't us that caused you that. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Mm -mm. I had figured out who, who set that uh 
lounge on fire, though. I think I got an idea. I don't know if y'all were there or not during that time. Nah, I wasn't there for that. Mr. Yeah, Cummings was there, my assistant principal. That was before my time. No, okay. Yeah. Uh, yep. But, like, uh, I think they were Courtney Allen who did that. <laughs> Maybe they were my time. <laughs> Maybe they were my time. <laughs> I hope he's not on. <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. uh, I want to scroll back up because Ken, Ken keeps stepping on my toes. And uh, he had a question in the comments. And he, he wanted to know what students stood out uh, in your tenure, negative or positive? Students stood out where now? What, what students stood out? Stood out during your uh you during your tenure. You. Well, yeah, but <laughs> who, who else? Negative, there? positive. Yeah, what is it? What is negative, negative uh, or, or positive? Negative, negative, negative. Uh, I don't know. He had his way. Rodriguez Lipford <laughs> on the negative side. Rodriguez would run off campus, and Mister Manny tell me go get him. <laughs> and I he'd run down toward the railroad track and I had to take the car and go down and turn around and head him off. And I don't know if you ever tried to drive a cow back to the barn or a cow back to the pasture. It was kind of like that because I drive a little piece and he'd walk, he stopped, and I had to watch him. He'd walk a little bit more and I'd stop and I had to drive him back to the stool. Okay. Um positive, you know, I guess you could say my 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 you can say me. They're not gonna. They're not. You're not gonna hurt their feelings. You're gonna say my group. Your consonants. <laughs> Listen, I said. I don't know if it's y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it definitely was. Mar, it's a Marvin C's going on on here. Marvin said he froze like a black eye. Come back, Mr. Knox. Who? Well, it finally happened. <laughs> okay. What happened? What? Yo, we, you was talking about the, the positive. Uh, the person who. Uh, yeah, I said I couldn't. I can't just pinpoint one positive. Like that group, James and his group, the group we had, that was so positive for me, man. It did so much for me. You know? Yeah. It really did. Yeah, man. It did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. James was right. Yeah, man. Mr. Knox had us all down on back road, man. So, Mr. Mm-hmm. Knox, uh, how I know you you've had a lot of students that you've impacted over time uh, throughout your tenure at different schools, but mainly Coldwater Elementary and High School. So, how did uh-huh. the closing of the high school affect you, if at all? How did what affect me? The closing of the high school. Oh man, that hurt me so bad, man. You know, uh, I still think about it today. It's just, I just felt like it wasn't right. You know, it just wasn't right, man, to do that. I always felt that, you know, when I talked about my high school experience at home, with those four schools that eventually consolidated two on the east side. 
It was two on the east side, two on the west side. They combined those and called them West East October Hall, East October Hall. And then they finally closed both of them. And if you are a 9th through 12th grader in October Hall County, you go to Starkville High School. That's the high school. I felt like that should have happened here, you know, to be more economically and uh, educationally. It made, it made economical and educational educational sense to do that you know of course three high schools it's, it's kind of tough somebody's gonna get left out but that's high school should have been the center of the county there i remember one superintendent who was going to do that and he was such a businessman such so 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 straight up and uh uh he wasn't part of the good old boy system one part of the buddy buddy system and that's what they he, that was that was his that was his goal to have one high school in the county schools, of course, in the Toby separate, you know, that should have been done that way too. Just to close a predominantly black school in the center of county because you don't get that much. There, there was not enough pushback from the parents, you know. They should have been at every board meeting. They should have packed the house. They should have packed the parking lot. We'll get them back in just a second. Yeah, man. Chad said it's that that liberty. What's it? What is, what's liberty? Real five liberty. Uh oh, he said a church kid that phone church. every time. Yeah. Over the years. And trying, they've been trying to do it for years. And they finally succeeded. You know, because there wasn't enough pushback from our our leaders. You know, do we have black leaders in our communities? Not like not like we used to have, you know. You know, we have people holding positions, but they're not uh, standing up for uh, the community as they should, you know. So mm -hmm. that's where there are only a handful who are really trying to do something. But uh, you got to learn how to work together. And people now, especially us and our race and small community, we don't like to work together, man. Everybody have their own selfish agendas. So that's it. Yeah, it hurt. Man, sure did. You know, I wrote a piece in the paper a few years back take kind of democrat and they published a letter it was a half page man uh i was i was i was giving all of the reasons why we should have one local high school for take county school i laid it out you know but then you know, that 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 was didn't mean anything to know these, these people you know right we live in a society now where wrong seem right you know right doing it's always almost out the door, you know. Everything wrong is right, basically, you know, to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. yeah. Unfortunately. And I'm not from here, you know. I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm from Octavia County. I'm transplanted here. But I'm, I know I'm, I feel like I'm from here now, you know, so I've been here so long. But, you know, I used to hear those people. You know, I worked with Senator Toby, you know, and I used to get such a bad vibe. You know, when I came to Coldwater, I saw how, this school was being treated by some of the surrounding schools, you know. Uh, they would label, label our kids, label this school as a violence, more like violent, uh, you know, uh, so forth. I remember Senator Toby would come play basketball, and uh, you walk in the gym, man, a police dog on the floor, all kind of deputies, you know. Why do you, why do you got all these people here with these kids? And so forth, you know, they had a, a majority white girls basketball team and uh, all the boys were black. 
basketball. Both the black boys team was black. And I remember, you know, girls get through playing. Instead of the girls going to the bleachers cheering on the boys, they load the girls up on the bus, take them back to Sanatobia. Mm. <laughs> you know? Right. right. And uh yeah. And so all that I, I, I could see that, man. You know, I said, Well, it's not it's not right. But that's the way it was, man. So but it's gone now, so there's nothing else to be said about it, nothing else we can do about it. You know, and I think they try to appease us, you know, uh, in the past when there was a wrong done in the black community. People who did the wrong would have tried to appease the black community. Mm-hmm. I wanted to hear that. Yeah. What else you got, G? Man, nothing. Once we uh we'll get through this, uh letting them answer this question and then uh we'll kind of move on. That's the way of smooth things over for the wrong that has been done in the community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mr. Nas, we missed yeah. that part. We we missed Oh, really? Which one? Yeah, we, we missed the last part when you were talking about how people would try to appease uh yeah, yeah, you know, in history, you know, the people that wronged the community, you know, like this, that this was wrong, closing this high school. They come back and do something positive in the community, to try to try to smooth it over, to try to calm the up the, those who are upset, try to calm them down. You know, they, they, it's been like that throughout history. You know, they named the gym after Coach Bible should have been done several years ago. You know, uh, when they were brought up. But nobody never said anything about it, you know, in the administration and so forth, upper level. And uh, and recently, after they closed the high school, all of a sudden, they want to name the gym after Coach Bible. That's just a way of trying to smooth things over. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's been done throughout our history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we know, you know, you retired from public education after uh, 27 years. So, uh, just kind of tell us, you know, what you've been up to, you know, these past couple of years. And well, I uh, I was sitting around just just uh, hustling, man. You know, I'm a hustler, boy. I make money, a little <laughs> money on the side, doing a lot of stuff, gardening, singing, uh, plowing, folk, uh, pastors, bush hogging, what else? Uh, selling a little barbecue, catering sometimes, and that's what I was doing. Uh, and like I said, insurance agent. I was doing a little insurance. I'm still licensed. Uh, but I got a call one day from a gentleman who was work at ICS, you know, and uh, said there was a position open I needed to apply for. And I did apply for a position over there at Field Services, which was transportation, buildings, and grounds. And I worked over there for 10 years, man. I mean, I started in 2012, I believe, June 2012. And I, I think I finished last year in February. Yeah, so I just spent 10 years doing that and uh now now i just drive a school bus you know for my own yeah drive a school bus senator start driving a bus head start you know too but uh decided to come on and help my daughter babysit a little bit just drive a senatobia oh well make sure you tell them make sure you tell Uh, them every year what i do when i call you what i be trying to do when i call you every day every year tell them what i be trying to do uh Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on, come, come to come to come to come to you, man. I know. Yeah. It's not. Uh, 
Go ahead, Jane. Been trying to get him to come work with me. I said, look, I just need a dean of school student culture. Come on up there. You can see yeah. the fire director. Oh man, I don't want to. I don't want to make that drive down. I'm loving it. <laughs> Come on. I'm trying to get them. Easy peasy. Mm. Yeah. Full circle. Jay, that's what you're talking about. Me coming to you. Know, you, you called me. You don't meet Jay. You don't meet Jay. I've been trying to get them. <laughs> I tell if I'm a little younger, man, I'll take you up on that. Every <laughs> same year. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm still trying to get back into some. I'm trying to do some contractual stuff. Uh, you know, I, I you know, uh, I've looked into doing some things with the MDE. Uh, well, I can't do too much because I'm right now, you know, I'm, I'm with Social Security now and, of course, PERS, uh, Public Employee Retirement System. But I can do some contractual work where I don't, I, I can not interfere with those too much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I did want to mention. You know, we had Mr. Crowther on a few weeks ago. Like I said earlier, yeah, and, uh, they talked about uh, how instrumental you were in helping with the community garden. You know, when they yeah. had it on. So, uh -huh. uh, and I think you know at the time, you know, Mac and myself, we were just asking how our generation can assist and be a part of trying to uh, get that back going. Uh, the, the community guard man just come out no nothing but just come out and help just came just just show up you know um it hadn't been going too well in the last couple of years because i haven't had much to do with it you know but uh hopefully this year we can get it get it back we, we you know patrick carr and i we used to work together doing it and we spent our own money man planting those things fertilizing and so forth uh but yeah, Coach Crowder got it going, got it kind of got it started. You know, we jumped in there because that's what I love to do. You know, my granddaddy spoiled me that way. You know, with a mule and a plow, I love to smell dirt turning and see weeds turning over. You know, and see the plants growing, and I love to see people benefiting from it, from those. But yeah, just show up. I mean, uh, you know, if I got my way to do it, you know, we don't have to worry about many weeds and 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 things. You know, uh, we need people just to help clean it. You know, and the way I do it, it's not much to be clean. You know, I don't know if you saw the garden across from your mom, Jordan, where next door to Angela. Yeah. Right there on the corner. Yeah. Yeah. I did that one. Okay. And people took pictures of that thing, man. Had pictures off. I heard that some people took the pictures back up to Chicago and had the neat thing on the news. Mm. People said, man, the prettiest garden they've seen. A lot of them said, prettiest garden they've seen because our. I put time in it, but I also knew what to do to keep the weeds and the grass from being so bad. So uh, it would have been the same way with that community garden. But now. Almost. What did Brandon say? You almost had him, Joy. Mr. Knox had that garden back in, the, in his house. Mm -hmm. Back in like and he had us picking them peas. Y'all gonna pass at my house. <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard me or not. I don't know if you got the, the last part or not. Huh? No, we didn't, we didn't get the last part. Yeah, I was saying, you know, I used to just show up, man, just to help. And uh, it needs to be looking good. It's community garden. 
And I really want to get it. We, we need to get it back like it used to be. Last couple of years just didn't work out well. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Well, we, yeah. we'll definitely be uh, in, in contact. I also, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, I said we'll definitely be in contact to see, you know, what we can do uh, to help. Okay. You know, with, those, with those efforts. Um, yeah, and uh, of course, Mr. Crowley mentioned him. That was my mentor, man. I, <laughs> there were some days I called him when I was away to high school as a coach, man. I need some advice. And uh, he'd give it to me, too, you know. And I said, well, I sure appreciate that, boy. I really did. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Great song. This knock James said you used to have them in the in the garden practicing behind your house. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Helping pig weeds. We I don't practice. remember that, James. <laughs> we gonna practice. We gonna practice further. Y'all gonna pick some of these peas out of this garden. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, did I do that? Plead the fifth, Miss or not. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm trying to remember that one. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I, look, I think that's all we got for you uh tonight, Mr. Knox. Uh, again, we appreciate okay. it. Okay. I got I got one other question, man. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Mr. Yeah. Knox, so I know you mentioned earlier, you know, like you said, how you stumbled up on the music thing, and then uh just with camping yeah. being calm in the evenings, you would learn how to play the sex. I heard Jordan mention the harmonica. Heard you talk about a piano. So just how many uh-huh. instruments do you play? Those three plus I play a recorder. I haven't played one in a while. That's a the instruments that we usually teach elementary kids how to play. We started playing something like a flutophone at first. It's like a it has a little holes in it too, the little plastic thing with a little bell on it, almost mm-hmm. like a little clarinet. But it's basically the same fingering as a recorder. A recorder is a little longer. And of course, like I said they have holes in it. And I can play that one song. Tried to do an acoustic guitar, but I got frustrated sitting, up, sitting upstairs now. And it looking so pretty sitting on the guitar stand, you know. And I wanted to learn how to play that because that instrument is so beautiful to me. But yeah, I can play that the tenor saxophone. I had played since I left East Mississippi, but it's basically the same fingering as the alto sax. So I guess I can play the tenor, I can play the alto, I can play. I have all twelve keys harmonica. I know when I. <laughs> After the funeral. Almost. After the funeral. Then what we got to pick up at? Look, Ken talking about cheap Wi Fi. Stall him out, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you playing? Bro? Okay, here. Yeah. Uh, I'm back. I played those alto sax, tenor sax, uh, the harmonicas, and the piano. And that flute that a recorder, you know, and I have all 12 keys of harmonica, so I can play with anything. I know as they were taking uh, at the end of the funeral, I think Jordan Young was singing uh, Going Up Yonder, I believe, and I asked Jay Mike, Jay Mike, what key are y'all in? He's an elf. So I looked at my case and grabbed my elf harmonica and I started jamming out with y'all, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mark, do you still have your pitch pipe? Do you still have your pitch pipe? Yeah, man, you know what? I pulled that thing out out of my in my closet the other day. I pulled that thing out and I looked at it. I blew it to it, and the low C didn't want to come out too much. So I just I took it apart, cleaned it a little bit up, cleaned it up a little bit, 
And I uh and I start I can so my desk upstairs because when I get to the bus shop in the in the mo in the morning, they clown up there so man. I've been singing a uh, I've been messing with this guy, these women mess with this certain guy in there. And uh when he walk in, I start singing some blues song. And say, I I I'm gonna take it with me because I'm gonna take my harmonica and I wanna make sure I pitch it right when I start singing. I have that harmonica key right with me. You know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's up there, James. Same one, man. Yep. Yep. He said a pitch pipe. Yeah. Kid. <laughs> uh, Ken, Ken Echoes in the comments. You know Ken. What do you say? What's a pitch pipe? No. He want to know what a pitch pipe is? He said a peace pipe. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. The most oh, cold water. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Peace pipe. <laughs> no, not a peach pipe, can man. <laughs> pitch, pitch pipe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I get them boy. I used to get those boys the key, man. That pitch pipe, blow that thing. Whatever key we were in, you know, boop, they know they tune up with it, you know, yeah. and uh, make sure we're on the right, right key, right pitch. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, uh, you know, I told you we weren't gonna hold you too long uh, tonight. Okay. So, uh, you know, we definitely appreciate you accepting the invitation and uh, just giving us a, a little bit of your time. Uh, so, and I was going to ask you, so I'm going to put you on the spot. So you you care to take us out with a little verse or something before we end the show? Oh, man, let's see. Uh, you know what? I thought about that. I sure I, I thought about bringing me something down here to, uh, to do. Uh, Man, what's that song? Let's see. Let me see. I got so much in my head right now. Uh, we got look. We got. I should have brought. I was gonna bring. I should have had a track. We got Seaman. Uh, oh, Seaman Branch. Uh oh, Seaman Branch. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> I think he he froze again, so we had to get him back. We better hurry up and initiate it when he come back. If you want to get to it <laughs> first. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Ken, man. Ken, why you giving Mr. Knox hard time? <laughs> he on it. <laughs> Look at man, this. It's, it's Look extended at this. this time. Look at this. <laughs> See where <he's> <laughs> Ray, say, say something yes. positive, Ray. Can you see that He got the harmonica out, no? That's that Roger. He Get back Roger. off. I see Ray Sean say I wouldn't let him sing. James, did Ray Sean want to sing? Hey, he, hey, he was in the choir, too. <laughs> oh, was he? Yeah, he was in the choir. Oh, man. If I'd have known that, y'all probably would have pulled him in there. It was a group of us at the piano. Everybody was playing spades. He, was yeah. sick. he said, if I would have known that. <laughs> like you said, what? <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, uh, I think, Jamie, y'all just saying this one. Then the road is long with many a winding turn that leads us to who knows where. Who knows where? But I'm strong, 
strong enough to carry him. He ain't heavy. No, no, no. Yeah. He's my brother. Yep. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We appreciate mm-hmm. that. I think that was enough for that one. I, I, I could have done more, but I just, well, don't have what I need down here. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we tell everybody, you're welcome to come back, you know, anytime. So uh, we appreciate you again uh taking time uh with us tonight and uh yeah episode okay four. well you all gonna let me uh i get now get ready to watch the second half of this ball game yeah <laughs> boys playing that right now big game i think, think oh miss uh up by six so you ain't got too much what yeah half time yeah i think it was okay uh, yeah. let me see all right but it's so good to see you guys. So good to be on, man. You know, I'm just uh, had a good time tonight. Uh, yeah. Thank y'all for pulling James in. I almost thought y'all were bringing Coach Daniels in. You know, I said, I, I, thought, I thought you were talking about it first, but I was surprised to see James there. But that's good, though. Principal to principal. Who you thought I was talking about? Coach Dandridge. Oh, Coach Dandridge. Yeah, we we had to pull we had to pull him out, you know, every now and then. Yeah, we got, we got to get him back on. So maybe we'll call you for when we have him on. Yeah. Man, Coach Danger, we can go to 10 o'clock. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm finna have to say that again. Ain't it? <laughs> it's all right, man. I'm straight. <laughs> I'm straight. I'm waiting on him to come back so we close this thing out, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate what game you y'all talking about? What game on? Oh, Miss oh, Mississippi. Miss Mississippi State. Yeah, yeah, I see. I, I had my journal on Kentucky. Coach Danger, can y'all hear me? Yes, sir. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. James, I see you don't want to move it. Everybody else froze. Uh, I'm, I'm here. Okay. All right. Look, I'm before I go, James. Uh, I don't know how you guys know how, how what, what what a great job James has done, and I know two stools, and this one too, I guess. I don't know what your what you all what kind of status you all were in last school year, James. Middle school, a different monster. I think I'm having them same uh-huh. nightmares. I said Memphis school, right. middle different school, different monster. monster isn't it? Yeah, I'm saying uh-huh. nightmares. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, right. I knew. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, guys. Mr. Knox, we're gonna let you go. We're gonna let you go. Tune in. Okay. To this old Miss win, and uh, we'll, we'll get a win. Yeah. Don't hurt us like that. You already beat us up there now. We got to get you back down. Now we need this ball game too. So, Mister Nas, how you how you pick? Did you, did you graduate from both? Yeah. So so how you pick? Or that that undergrad just hit? Cause he, he from because he from well, yeah. I was yeah, born well, and raised down in Mississippi State, so I went there. My daddy worked there, custodian, and we went out there a lot of times on Saturday morning. Shoot pool over at the Union, you know. Mm. And I uh, went to the ball game and so forth. But, you know, when you're raised basically on campus, uh, that's 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 how it is. And of course, I got my administrative stuff at Ole Miss. So I'm yeah. partial to them when they're playing somebody else, especially yeah. Alabama. We appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I kind of wish I'd gone to HBCU because I wish I'd have gone and gotten the band, so I'm a high step. <laughs> my wife could have high stepped one of the J sets. So, 
you know, something like that, because that's what she did at uh, East Mississippi. It's okay. all good. I lived the HBCU days for you, Mr. Knox. I did it for I you. I hear you, man. I hear you. Hey, uh-huh. hey, thank you for taking me on them choral festivals, baby. Because you, you, you got to Okay. Uh, all right. That's all right. Mm-hmm. We'll see you, James. Yeah. Thank, thank you, thank you again, James, for uh, sitting in with us tonight, bro. And uh, we'll see y'all back next week. This has been episode fifty-one, uh, promoting excellence, music development, and scholarship with Mr. Kelvin Knox. Uh-huh. Out next week. Okay. All right. All so right. Appreciate y'all. Good beer. Enjoy. Bring it back, man. Hmm. I said, bring it back, man. We got two. I got two promo ads. Oh, my bad, my bad, bro. My yeah, bad. we ain't get the we ain't get the run in the middle. But you know, if you in Texas, make sure you pull up on my guy Chad Fade. Yes, sir. Um, I'm gonna play that and then yo, got- we back for another episode of Sticks and Stones. This episode is brought to you by Chaz Fade from none other than my homie Chaz A. McCaskill, licensed master barber, located at Enhanced Barbershop. 2317 West University Drive, Suite 173, Den, Texas. Phone number 662-288-3692. Pull up on my guy, man. He'll get you right. Tell him Sticks and Stones sent you. What do you want? Yes, sir. What episode this? 51? 51, man. Hey, 51 episodes in. Really more than 51, but 51 official episodes in. We appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, you know, come back next week. We'll drop the flyer soon, and we got some some exciting interviews coming up. So make sure y'all tap in with us. If you need promo, hit us on the page. Also, till next week, we'll catch y'all later. Yes, sir.